0: Hello, hello. This is Jonathan with Marketplace.gold. And today, I have got what I think is going to be a high-energy, white-pilling, uh, limitly, limitlessly optimistic interview with Adam Meister, aka Bitcoin Meister. How you doing this morning, bro?
1: Oh, I'm pumped. I'm ready to go, baby.
0: So I found you on BitChute. Remarkably, you have a YouTube channel that has not been suspended. I don't know how you pull that off because you drop a lot of truth there on YouTube. We'll see how much longer they let you do that.
1: Not much. Lo- uh, I've been uh, suspended a few times. A few times now. It's It's
0: pretty crazy. So Adam predicted the... trillion Bitcoin market cap a while back. He's been quite prescient. He has been in Bitcoin since 2013 when he paid $210 for a Bitcoin. And today he is much, much more than a a 50,000-air because of Three words, three of his favorite words, deferral of gratification, right? Yes,
1: or or buy and hold. I mean, there's another three awesome words right there, too. <laughs> just by uh, doing nothing with my Bitcoin, just letting it sit there. Now, I do want to say one. one I've been in it since November of 2013. I actually got two Bitcoin in November of 2013. They were around 600 each. The $210 was the cheapest I ever paid. That was in 2013. 15. So I've been in it for a while and I've been I paid some low prices, no doubt about that.
0: Yeah, yeah and how did you I, I mean you're okay, you're a younger guy it would appear and young men are not well known for their capacity to defer gratification. So how did you how did you pull that off? I mean you live there and is it Miami? Well, I'm in Miami
1: right now. It, uh, when I bought my first uh, two, I was in. Uh, I start. I had started traveling, but I still was in Baltimore. I still owned a house in Baltimore then. Hey,
0: and Adam, uh,
1: nice ha- how was I able to defer gratification? All this. I mean, that's been my personality my whole life. Um, I've I've been able to uh, put off uh, on, on buying things, and I was already. I you could say I was anti hyper consumerism already. I realized. Uh, it's probably since 2010. I mean, since the financial crisis that people just spend, spend, spend. And that's just part of their problem. That, that, that's a major part of people's problems is they just, if you can just save and live a modest lifestyle, you're, you're, you're in good shape. You can live a, a, a good life, a comfortable life. So I was already in the uh, situation where I was, uh, had a mindset of being somewhat uh, frugal. So I, I, when I, it's all Bitcoin. I knew it was a long-term type of investment and it wasn't just something to flip around. I mean, I, I still knew what a savings account was. A lot of kids don't even know what savings accounts are. And I, I have, so is ever, that uh, something you do with your files, save them to an account? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if that's what I, dude, I have encountered like 19 year olds on TikTok and stuff. Um, I'm involved with some reach out on TikTok for for Bitcoin. And I mean, they dating,
0: not dating, but Bitcoin reach out.
1: Big with CoinBeast. They're a a Bitcoin outfit I I do some work for, and we're just trying to get the, the youngins in the Bitcoin, but my Lord, I can see how they would not know what a savings account is at all. They, uh, what they know about cryptocurrency is what they, whatever's popular. Oh, uh, oh, a famous person said Dogecoin was awesome. Dogecoin is the best. And you try to tell them about Bitcoin then they don't even want to hear it. Um, so yeah, I, I always had the mind, the savings mindset, uh, anti-hyper consumerism. I know that's a long-term, but definitely in the United States, I mean, you you were supposed to spend. People are very confused. Like, when are you going to spend your Bitcoin? Why didn't? And like, I'm like, dudes, I bought it for like in the three digit realm. Why would I want to spend? Like, I don't need to spend it now. Why do you want me to get a Lamborghini? I mean, you you get a Lamborghini. I'm fine. You know, going from one Airbnb to another. I don't need. I don't have a car. I mean, this it it's been good. Frugality pays off over time. Long term thinking.
0: Yeah, there's a good life is possible for everyone if we can resist this uh, Edward Bernays society uh, trying to convince us to succumb to all of these pretty things that are portrayed in the thousands of advertisements that we're subjected to on a daily basis.
1: Yeah, I, I don't get how so many people, I think that's why they hate marketers so much because they fall for it. I mean, you don't have to fall for marketing. If you see a pre- if you see a pretty face on TV telling you to buy Coca Cola, it doesn't mean buy co- You're going to have to go out there and buy Coca Cola, but most people do apparently. Uh, <laughs> I mean, re- resist temptation. It- it's pretty easy for me, but for some people, it's not.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're you're a little bit you're a little bit unique, but hopefully the the profits. Hopefully your story can inspire people a bit. So, are you? Uh, are, are you also into altcoins? Or are you just a Bitcoin guy?
1: Oh, I, I'm just a Bitcoin guy. I'm a unique beast. So you said I'm a unique guy. I'm a unique beast. That's what I tell people to be. Fitting in is overrated. Uh, so you don't need to fit in in life. You could you, being a unique beast, being yourself is so, it's what life is all about. But going to your exact question with the altcoins. Uh, obviously, when I first got into, Bit- I mean, I had heard of Bitcoin in, in 2011. There were, there were like no altcoins then. When I first bought my, my first Bitcoin there in 2013, there definitely was Litecoin and, and a few others. So I had the experience of seeing the altcoin market really explode and grow, go from like 40 alt. I mean, I remember when coin market cap was just like a page. Now it's like how many alt? They're like 5,000 coins or something like that. So no, I'm not into them at all because I, I have seen the cycles, okay? I lived through 2017, I saw the pump and dumps, I saw the ICOs. Uh, th- th- I mean, and people have the right to compete with Bitcoin. I have no problem with people doing it. I just like to point out the difference that there's the one that has an anonymous founder who's probably deceased and they, they can't be, that uh, that founder can't you, be You don't mailed. think it's
0: Adam Back?
1: <laughs> no I don't, I don't care who it is. I that, that's uh-huh. the, that, that's a it's a bunch of crypto noise. It's a bunch of crypto noise who sure, are, every, yeah. everyone everyone right worrying about it. Yeah, yeah, people worrying about it. We don't know who it is. We know who the founder of Ethereum is though. I mean, th- there's no doubt about that. It's, it's Vitalik Buterin. And he could be blackmailed in th- in theory. Uh, but but some people like to have a coin where they do know the founder, where there's someone they can worship. Okay, they can have that. But I think it I think it is a point of weakness when you, when you have a uh, founder that is known and every altcoin does every Bitcoin is, is unique. Mm. It was, it was the first one. It's been around the longest. So I'm not, I'm not interested in buying any of the altcoins because they um, most of them are, are pump and dumps, but I, I am interested in them uh, being novel, being different, innovating. That's cool. If they could bring stuff to the table and maybe Bitcoin can incorporate it one day. That's great. I, I do think Ethereum is better than all the other altcoins it is different. Um, it's definitely not Bitcoin. Bitcoin and Ethereum are apples and oranges, but uh, Bitcoin is way above uh, Ethereum. Uh, but still, Ethereum is number two. And I, I, there are all these people that say that Ethereum is going to be eclipsed. My sayings are this. my, my I, Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Everybody's trying to be the next Bitcoin. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. But Ethereum is the next Ethereum. It, it lives in its own world also. But don't get confused here. I'm a Bitcoin guy. I am the Bitcoin meister. Uh, and I only tell people to buy Bitcoin, and that's been very, very good to me. That that strategy seems boring and simple, but um, again, you're you're buying it in the in the hundreds. I mean, again, I bought Bitcoin. I've only bought a few Bitcoin for more than seven hundred dollars. Only, only a few. Only a few for more than eight hundred dollars. Only a few. So it's it's clearly been a very good strategy when we're living in in, in a world where Bitcoin's over fifty thousand dollars now.
0: Sure. So I'm something of a cryptocurrency novice. So even to even to someone like me, like someone who's a little bit late to the party, you would say that the major upside would be investing in Bitcoin.
1: Well, I wouldn't say you're late to the party at all. I I, I mean, it's still it's not as early as it was last year. Uh, before. When Michael Saylor of MicroStrategy uh, announced that his company was buying Bitcoin as a uh, treasury reserve, instead of having dollars in their treasury, they, they had Bitcoin. That did shift the game to encourage more corporations to buy Bitcoin. So that took Bitcoin you know, from very early stage to you know, semi-early stage. So, but you're still early because all, there's no Bitcoin ETF yet. Uh, there, there's only a few corporations have bought into Bitcoin, so you can still you can still get in. So I don't like when people say they're late to the game. I like to correct that. I mean, people have been saying they're late to the game since uh, 2017. I mean, back in 2017 when we had the big uh, big ramp up, people were like, "Oh, I'm late. It's too late. It's 19,000." It was only 19,000 for a few days. And uh, then it was on sale eventually for 3000 Those same people made up excuses. Those are called no-coiner excuses. So yes, uh, for, for the new people, I just say buy the Bitcoin and treat it as a long-term hold. Hold on for at least four years because it, it's basically a four-year cycle. Every four years, there's the Bitcoin halving. And if you when, look at the cycle- When site, is
0: that up again? When is that happening again? 20, 20, March
1: of 2024, most likely. So we just had it in may of 2020 and right right slowly after may of 2020 it ramped up and then you know within eight months it goes crazy and now we're in that goes crazy part that's what happened in 2016 it was july of 2016 we had the halving uh and it ramped up slowly until january and then it went it went wild in in uh 2017. So we're, we're in the going wild period right now. (laughs) And so if, I mean, people are watching this right now, uh, you know, I would get it now because we're in that going wild period and uh, that, but don't get discouraged. There are going to be days where it goes down by a lot too. you got to treat it at least four years, hang on for four years so you can get used used to the cycle.
0: Yeah. I've been doing a lot of uh, meditation lately. It was something that Help me to get through the brain damage of the year 2020. And I can see how that is going to be like really helpful in having a long-term view with cryptocurrency because unless you have a pretty good mechanism for maintaining a little bit of emotional uh, detachment from immediate uh, outcome, you're going to see the price go through Different swings, and sometimes, sometimes they can be alarming. Sometimes there's a, uh, it's, I mean, sometimes there's like a twenty percent loss in a in a single day, right? And oh yeah, we, uh, we we need you know we need tools for mental to mental fortitude to uh, weather those storms and sail through them on the deck of the yacht without our cocktails being perturbed. D- you you
1: put it so nicely, you have to get into the correct mental state, okay? You've got to get into that strong hand That You can't look. If you look at the price all the time and you get worried, stop looking at the price, okay? They, they, but there are so many people who don't get into the mental state. They are used to traditional financial uh, m- markets and, and traditional financial assets, and they just they panic. That You cannot be, you shouldn't. If you need to meditate, meditate. And if you're watching this on YouTube, pound that like button for what you just said. I mean, that was that was oh, a thank very, you. Very thank good you your point. A thank very good you. point there
0: <laughs> thank you. How do you okay, how with the with with the HODL with the buy and hold strategy, how uh, how do you resist the temptation to? Like I know when I have, uh, I'll have some Bitcoin in my Coinbase account or local Bitcoins account, and I'll think, oh, I I need some money or I need to, I have something that I need to buy. Is is this where it, it's helpful to have your Bitcoin somewhere that it's not quite as easy to access? You you were on the right
1: track there. You read my mind. You answered the question just at the end there. Yes, don't have it on Coinbase. Have it on your, a Trezor, on a physical storage device. If you've got it on a physical storage device, you know, locked up in a safe, you're not going to spend it. You're not going to have that temptation. You're, you're absolutely right, though. If it's on some third party, first of all, it's, it's hackable at that point. But even if you trust Coinbase, even if you think they're just as secure as anything, there will be that temptation. They make it real easy for you to spend it, to get rid of it. They probably even encourage it in some ways. So if you've got that type of mindset, you don't, don't have it and make it hard. To, to, for you to uh, to to spend it, and making it hard for you to spend it means that you have it more secure uh, than if it was easy to spend. So yeah, third third party uh, uh, you know websites like Coinbase not not good. Uh, and learn to get a storage device like a Ledger or a Trezor, and uh, you'll be in uh, good shape for for safety also.
0: And that's what you have. Yeah, I've got the numerous
1: uh, hardware devices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Trezor, yeah, yeah. Trezor Ledger, a digital BitBox, uh, different types of ledgers. I've got people sent. I mean, I, I, I've, I've been sent things over the years to, You know, people that want me to discuss it on the show. Uh, they're like, "Well, try out my storage device." So I, I try out their storage device, and uh, obviously, I mean, the one I talk about most is Trezor, but I do. I have numerous ones. I, I have it split up all over the place. All uh, my my, the way I, I take care. I don't I don't keep it all in one place. I, mean, I have a lot of them. And so you gotta keep some things straight in your mind, definitely. But
0: it, it's worth it. This is about personal responsibility. Would, would you mind showing us a few of them?
1: All right. So this is a, a H what's it called a HW1. It's uh-huh. a ledger. And they don't even like update this on their uh for software anymore. But you, if if you know what you're doing, you can uh, you, you can have a, uh, you can have some uh, Bitcoin on it. I mean, you could have a lot if you wanted to. Now, not, I'm obviously showing it to you because it's it's pretty minuscule. This is not a major source of uh, my my Bitcoin or anything like that. Uh, since it is old too, and they don't update the software. I mean, you can't even buy these anymore. I don't think. Um, but I it, it works for me. I know how to use it, and uh, so it's it's quite small. But they the the, the hardware wallets and. I mean, it's very thin also. Now now they're a little thicker and that you can, they, they have, uh, you can they have numbers on them and there's a big screen on it, but this is simple. It's, yeah, it's, uh, it's very good. And if, uh, you know, if there was ever an emergency, I, I could swallow it and it would come out the other end or something like that, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but if you like, if I gave this to you, you, you wouldn't be able, it, you wouldn't be able to steal my Bitcoin. You would need to know passwords and, and stuff like that. I mean, I could say here, here, there's like a hundred dollars of Bitcoin on here. Have it, and you wouldn't be able to get the hundred dollars off of it. I would, and uh, somewhere on this planet, I have a backup of this, which is just a seed words, which uh, would allow me to upload it onto another device, it, it, and uh, and then I would be able to move it. So I could I could hand you this and say, hey, it's yours. You would you would struggle for it with it for a while. You try to figure it out. Get go to some mega hacker or something who might be able to do something but probably nothing and uh in that time i would just uh, go to my backup seed and upload it somewhere else and then move the bitcoin and you would have nothing but this is what it this is what an old one looks like
0: and that communicates with a smartphone via nfc no no this this you plug
1: into the computer this doesn't this one's not doesn't deal with a smartphone at all um all the all the hardware devices i use um you gotta, you gotta send, you gotta plug into a, a computer. There's different things you can set up with your uh, your phone, and uh, I I am not, I don't like uh, setting up stuff with your phone. I am not a phone guy at all, but I do know products uh, that that definitely do that. Um, there's something called the Ballet Wallet. I know that's j- just with your cell phone, basically. I think it is. I don't want to. I don't want to.
0: Yeah, I don't that- trust my phone that much. <laughs>
1: No, I I don't either. Like there are people that actually keep their uh, their uh what it? their their private keys on their phone. Don't do that. That that's like really bad. Uh, but but hey, people do what they're gonna do. I don't trust my phone at all.
0: Okay, I'll show you something I've got, which is kind of similar to that, and you can give your take on it. This is one of these gold-backed cryptos that I'm sure you've heard of and so i bought just a gram of gold from them and it's here on this this hard wallet which uh synchronizes from a it's a erc 20 token okay, it's,
1: it's ethereum okay
0: yeah yeah, uh, this was a company yeah, called. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we're,
1: we're getting into, into two different things here. Uh, I, I don't believe in the gold-backed uh, token stuff at all, but that probably mm-hmm. is a pretty a legitimate way of holding it. At least, uh, as it, there's no like you don't you can't see the private key on there. I mean, it's uh, I, I would have to play around with it, but uh, that, that that's what's the name of that company?
0: Oris, It's a European company. And what I what I liked about them was that they published uh, third party audits of their gold. You know, if people are auditing their own gold, that's not very trustworthy. And then they had they they had they had decentralized uh, vault relationships. So they had relationships with uh, I think it was Loomis Brinks in Zurich. And so the the fact that they had Gold at different vaults with different, very uh, mainstream gold custodial companies that struck me as being a bit more credible than when they say, "Well, we've we've got the gold ourselves. Don't worry, trust us."
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, anything that's they they anything on this planet, and they say, "Hey, it's backed by gold." And you don't know if they have the gold. You're just trying. I mean, that's it's terrible, actually. But uh, 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 it, they they clearly have gold. I mean, well, not clearly, but it they they, they make it look like they have gold there, which is better than, than most people. Um, uh, you know, we're, we're getting into a different topic here of uh, you know what what is cryptocurrency backed by, and, and some people think it needs to be backed by gold uh type of thing. I, i'm not in i'm not a gold guy at, at, at all uh, to, to sure. say at least i think it's a, it's, a, it's 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 old-fashioned and whatever and if you're gonna get into gold why not just hold the gold like have it in, you know I, I don't believe in complicated matters like that but you know, they've got something going on over there e- to each his own and innovate any way you, you want to but uh i i like the uh you know if i was gonna have gold and i'm not gonna have gold i would just like to you know have a have a have it but i mean it's kind of a pain in the butt to have too i mean it's you know if you want to bring it across the border, I mean that's 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 the glory of uh, the the Bitcoin. It's uh, it's it's pure digital gold without being backed up by gold.
0: Yeah, certainly. I'm curious. Have have you ever have you have you ever made any mistakes? Have you ever gotten scammed? Have 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 there? I mean, you've been in this for a while. Have like what are some learning experiences that you've had?
1: I've had people, you know, want me to invest in their companies and stuff. You know, send me you know, six Bitcoin, invest in my company. That that's something that a lot of people fall for because it's their friends, and they don't. Well, back in the day, at least, I don't think anyone would make that mistake now. But that that that's something I, I would say to people: like, don't don't complicate matters. If someone's got a Bitcoin business, is that business really going to be able to beat the returns on Bitcoin? And most people think they don't think of it that way they're like oh that is just the this is the most unique investment opportunity this Bitcoin thing is growing and they have this business plan that is just so awesome and so professional looking and so you invest in the business and it's it's better over the long well a lot of the businesses just go out of business so you're like that's it that's the end of your money <laughs> but you know for the ones who survive just usually investing in bitcoin you get a better return than investing in a Bitcoin business so I think that's a that's a big temptation to uh, alert people about uh, but especially it, the people that are coming to you investing in my business invest in my business they're your friends they're not trying to rip you off and they think they're gonna be successful they don't even realize they shouldn't even be doing a business a Bitcoin business they should just be buying the Bitcoin because they'll get a better return but some people are very entrepreneurial and and they they think they can beat the uh, the long-term Bitcoin return and uh, I guess more, more power to them
0: yeah it's a uh, environment rife with predators. I did an interview with a, a young guy that had bought he and he was, you know, like buying weed and he got into cryptocurrency, into Bitcoin, like, like a lot. That seems to be a common. Yeah. You, know, you, you, bring, you
1: you bring up a very good point. They, at, early on, there were a lot of dudes who were smoking pot and they found out about Bitcoin and so they combined their interest, and they they found it very easy and anonymous at, at one point to use their Bitcoin to buy marijuana. So that's what they would do. They would so they would have so much more Bitcoin today if they didn't buy marijuana with it. And it looks <laughs> it looks it looks horrible when they go back and see. Oh yeah, I spent one Bitcoin on a, you know, a dime bag of of, of marijuana. You spent fifty thousand dollars on a, buy, a dime bag of marijuana. on you know, ten dollars of marijuana. I mean, that's. It's unbelievable. But there there was, that's a regret that, I mean, not for me, because I don't do drugs or anything like that. But uh, for, for some guys, and they still, it's amazing. Some of these potheads that stuck around Bitcoin, they still spend a little bit of Bitcoin here and there when they're low on, on marijuana. That's bad. I mean, I mean, I don't know how anyone can do that still. I, I, I don't, do I don't know. Don't do that. Yeah. 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 But you look back that and people, I've heard Stories, you know, let's, let's take it away from marijuana. There, there was a time like 2014 and 15, and, and when the Bitcoin price was going down, and people were like, We have to make sure this is a regular currency. So I'm going to go spend it on coffee. I'm going to go spend it online, uh, buy socks. And you, you think you're spending $6, $4. Uh, and and what, it, what it was was you were spending 1% of a Bitcoin on socks or on coffee. And now, what is, what is is 1% of a Bitcoin? 1% of a Bitcoin is over $500. So it, it that that's quite regretful for, for some And those
0: people. socks have holes in them now.
1: Yes, indeed. And they they might be like Litecoin socks or something. Anyway, I mean, who, who knows what you bought?
0: <laughs> so my website, marketplacegold.com, is, uh, I'm not sure if you checked it out. I know you're a real busy guy.
1: Well, I checked I, I made sure that you had all your social media links. I, I checked out the... the uh, I'm I'm there right now actually on the uh, on your the marketplace gold uh, Twitter feed. I've I've definitely been there. Yeah, I saw the site.
0: Yeah. Okay, so it's a geo directory of businesses, large and small organizations, freelancers accepting cryptocurrency for payment. And I, because I would love to see a world where every business was accepting cryptocurrency. I'd love, to see the, I'd love to see Bitcoin become the backbone of the, of the global economy. Um, in fact, I think in a, in, a, in a lot of ways, I'm hoping that's inevitable. Are you, are you a fan of that sort of thing? Or do you think that altcoins are maybe better situated to serve as a medium of, of exchange for the myriad of transactions that we engage in in the economy?
1: Well, they, there's these second-layer solutions they bu- build on top of Bitcoin. Lightning Network is supposed to uh, take care of uh, making uh, transactions cheap and fast using Bitcoin. So I am up for, for people experimenting on the Lightning Network and trying to make Bitcoin more like, uh, you know, the dollar currency. You know, just you'll be able to go into a coffee shop and, and spend your Bitcoin. Uh, and, and so I, I'm just not into spending my, my Bitcoin. But I think that's. I think we will get to a point where it is definitely many people will be easily accepting Bitcoin, and it will be easier through the Lightning Network um, to to spend Bitcoin at at places. Uh, Well, and I think uh, that's that is a space where altcoins can do something, especially right now because the Lightning Network is. uh, I mean, it's it's not as normalized as it should be, or not as easy. I mean, some people are going to try to correct me and say it's super easy, but hardly anything with Bitcoin is super easy right now. So uh, I, I think I, 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 I'm I a guy that says, let the Lightning Network compete, let the altcoins compete. And I, I have no problem with people accepting altcoins or uh, Bitcoin at, at these uh, stores. And yeah, I, I think- uh, yeah, I, I, I the more the, the, the very least that can happen from businesses saying they accept Bitcoin is that it's marketing. It, it, it brings awareness that there's mm-hmm. an alternative financial uh, system out there and uh, that and most people say, you know, they have a complete alternative financial system. You've got to ha- have people spending it all over the place. OK, that's great that, that that's laying the groundwork for it right there.
0: Sure. I have a way to cross reference on my website by businesses that are already plugged into the lightning network. And I've got, I've got, a f- I've got a few lightning network friendly in there and I suspect that's going to grow.
1: Yeah, it should. I mean, it, especially if they're selling like low cost stuff, they, they really need to be using the lightning network right now, because I mean, if you're buying something for five bucks and then the the, the fee is like, 3 bucks that's not too good because the fees can be, it depends on what time of day, but fees can get higher on the regular Bitcoin uh, network. Uh, but it, it, if you're buying, if you're selling cars right now, um, if you're selling your house right now, you, you don't, don't, don't need to worry about anything Lightning Network. I mean, it's, it's all Bitcoin. Uh, and then there are people that want to sell. I mean, in New York city, I just read a story there are people trying to sell their businesses for like 26 Bitcoin or, or something like that, which just makes me smile because I remember when 26 Bitcoin, it wasn't worth very much money at all, but Hey,
0: things change. Yeah. Now that's probably like the, uh, the, the Tiffany's down there at the bottom of Trump tower or something like that.
1: <laughs> who knows? Who knows?
0: Okay. So I'm curious are you so okay so you're really you're a hardcore hodler and are you are you like are, are you on the plan to to hodl for life until your food for worms or do, is there a certain are you going to wait until bitcoin is the de facto global reserve currency and then do some diversification what's what's the really you're a long term thinking kind of guy so i'm sure you've got a 50 year plan
1: Yes, indeed. You bring up excellent, uh, excellent ideas on uh, – on, well, well, some theories on what some people are going to do with their Bitcoin. For me, it's, it's all about, again, the four-year cycle. So back in 2016, when I started talking about the 2020 halving, I'm like, there is no way. There is no way I am going to sell a Bitcoin until after the 2020 halving. Okay. And people thought that meant, oh, well, once it gets to the 2020 having, you're going to sell all your Bitcoin and get, get I'm like, no, I'm just, you know, I'm leading by example here and I'm just putting a cap on what I can possibly do here. So we, we got close to the 2020 halving and, you know, I, I see what I still have in the bank in terms of fiat, again, because the YouTube brings in some fiat still. I, I have some savings in, in fiat still. There's, there's ways I, I, I get fiat. And and, and now I, I said to myself, even before 2020 happening, I'm like, no, we're going to keep this. I can keep this thing going at my current comfortable lifestyle without cashing in a Bitcoin until 2024. So my attitude is, you know, hold it till try to hold it as long as freaking possible and reevaluate every four years or so. But right now, no, I have no plans on uh, cashing. I have never sold a Bitcoin for fiat. Never. And that has been a very, very, uh, a good strategy. In ter- I mean, I, I mean, I, I could be, I am retired basically. I mean, I don't need to work anymore. That's, that's over with, but I do the, <laughs> I do the YouTube and, and stuff like that, but you're like, so hold it until you die. You ask, well, uh, and I don't have any kids. I, I do have nieces and nephews though, but I might have kids one day. Uh, you, you never know. And, Hopefully. uh, and, and so you know we'll see what, with that, but, uh, I've, I've got this situation where I talk about the 2020s. We're living in this golden age, okay? There's so, it's such a positive time. Pe- 2020, people try to say it was the worst year ever. Oh, if you're a person who thinks that 2020 is the worst year ever, you've got a bad mindset, okay? I think it was the best year ever because I did really, really well with Bitcoin. On March the 12th of 2020, everyone says that was the worst financial day ever. ever. Everything crashed, and you're right. Bitcoin was it went down to into the 3000s for a few minutes there for a few minutes, but it was in the 5000s, the 4000s, the six, and it stuck around the 6000s for a week or two or more than that. I don't even remember. Everyone thought it was the end of the world. There was blood in the streets literally on March the 12th. And I bought two Bitcoin on that day. It cost me $10,000. Now, what's that? What's that? Where are those two? What are they worth right now? They're worth $110,000 right now. And so for me, I, I and I saw I saw Michael Saylor buy Bitcoin in September of this year for MicroStrategy. What what a positive moment. I of uh, 2020, excuse me. And so I, I saw t- Bitcoin just go wild at the end of 2020. It was a great year. I took advantage of all the I flew around uh the United States. So so many cheap flights because everybody's scared. But but that's you got to look at this decade as you you can you could focus on the negative. You all these people in 2020, most people focus focused on the negative. If you were in the Bitcoin overlay and you were focusing on the positive, my Lord. So when I look at this decade, I see innovation going wild. I mean, I see life extension technology coming out. Okay. But there are going to be plenty of people that aren't going to be able to afford the life extension technology. I want to be in a position where I'm going to live 200 years, baby. So that, that, if if you've got that mindset where you're thinking like, Hey, over time, they're coming up with life extension technology. Uh, and I could live 200 years. I'm I'm going to try to keep this Bitcoin going as long as possible. So I'll be able to bribe the person I need to bribe to get the, the life extension technology that every all the normies are going to be screaming. Oh, it's unfair. Why are the millionaires getting the life extension technology? And not? Be- because you didn't plan. You got you got to plan ahead, dude. So there's all we don't know what this decade is going to bring. We're not we don't know what the next decade is going to bring. But we have seen the exponential growth in technology. So it, it, it's good. It, I think it's going to blow our mind. So that right there is a reason uh, that I am very concerned. I I don't need to get a Lamborghini ever, ever. I would rather much live uh, to be 200. And I've already got that mindset. I'm going to live to be 200. I mean, you've got to get that in your head right now. If you think that's a possibility, you're, you're on the right track in every aspect of your freaking life here. It'd be, be limitless, Ex- exponential, uh, exponential. Uh, uh, mindset is called.
0: Yeah, I, I have came in the, I don't know, the past couple of months to share this real optimism about the future powered by this economic revolution towards the uh, mathematical certainty that removes the need for trust. Um, that removes the need to rely on us fallible human beings and our financial transactions. Because I, yeah, like a lot of people in 2020, I was getting kind of blackpilled on the world. In fact, I made this kind of dramatic video about how society is advancing towards a dark age with uh, plummeting IQs globally, and this is going to be the bad times made by weak men, that we're going to need to be strong men to make the new good times through. And now I'm, yeah, now I'm really seeing some, some reason for Optimism, because there's this uh, there's this uh, cancerous, uh, diabetic, vampiric uh, fiat banking system, which has been on the neck of humanity for uh, for a long time, and our uh, and it seems like the the leaders around the world are just. Doing their damnedest to over-leverage that system even more than it's already been over-leveraged for so long. And that's going, that seems to me to really make it an inevitability that Bitcoin becomes the global reserve currency. And I I might link below this video, I might link on the show notes to this video too, the presentation that was done by. Stefan Molyneux, where he talked about a a future where governments are forced to use Bitcoin because they turn all of our, our dollars and euros into toilet paper. And in that future, we're not going to have these insane useless uh wars all of these yeah all the you know wherever people lie on the political spectrum they are unhappy with the governments for spending money to do absurd things and advance wickedness in the world and there's going to be a lot less of that in this future where Governments have to spend money that's on a blockchain uh, that they cannot hack the way they can the current system.
1: Well, it's very interesting. Governments can put their money on a blockchain. Uh, they can call it Fed coin, but mm-hmm. they, can, they can mess with that blockchain. They will have centralized control over it. So you think they're not going to be able to hide anything, but they'll be able to roll back stuff. Um, and it'll be very convenient for people to use their Fed coins also. So I, you call the system a diabetic system. I, I like that, but uh, <laughs> throwing in diabetes into the, uh, the, because there are a lot of people that get diabetes because they're hooked on the freaking hyper-consumerism uh, uh, system out there. But I, I will say this, I, I, uh, I think that smart nations will put Bitcoin into their treasuries to help bail them out. But they've got a lot of tricks up their sleeves to make their fiat currencies, to digitize them, to blockchain them, whatever you want to say it. And as long as they keep the people happy, as long as the people aren't too envious, um, most people they'll be able to, I, 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 don't th- I don't see an end to the end of the dollar domination of the world. Uh, but I see a great and expanded Bitcoin world where there will just be two different worlds. Most people will be stuck in fiat for, wh- they'll be broke. They'll own nothing and they will love it. I know that that has been bantied around a lot, that saying. And all the smart people are saying, well, who could ever do what this Klaus Schwab says? You'll own nothing and you'll love it. And Klaus and his buddies will own everything and you'll rent it and you, eh, people will fall for it. If you give them uh, you know, free uh, free money, uh, but let them have their little world. There will be a huge opt-out out, out world out there for the 20 percenters, uh, for, for the people in the bitcoin overlay so I, I think governments uh will be able to do what they've done for for years and years dominate and scare people i mean we saw what they were able to pull off this year with, with, I mean, in 2020 and what how powerful fear is so uh i i don't think basically the conclusion of, of this long uh, statement here is I, I don't bitcoin and cryptocurrency can do awesome in a world that is still dominated by fiat so I, I, I don't think we have to have the end of the fiat regime uh, to, to have uh, everybody in Bitcoin do, be happy. Uh, but uh, interesting that you brought up uh, SM there. I don't even say his name because I'm so, uh, I think YouTube is going to like uh, t- take the video down if I, if oh, I say his name. You he's be
0: right about that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he's a, he's, he's a character uh, to say that he's on BitChute. That's what I see him on BitChute. I mean, you're on BitChute. Um, and I congratulate anyone who's on BitChute. That means you're not an algorithm slave because most people they complain about YouTube and then they don't leave YouTube because the algorithm keeps them there. The algorithm tells them what to watch. They can't simply use their brain and say oh SM is not here anymore. I used to like to watch SM. Let me go to BitChute. I mean I do that um, but he's been a little weird with his cryptocurrency lately He's been kind of getting gimmicky. He had a show on that was just like, hey, oh, which, which cryptocurrency is the best? Tell me which crypto. I mean, and, and that gets the views basically. I, I think he knows that Bitcoin is by far the best one, but I, I can't read his mind. So,
0: gotcha, gotcha. And what I'm curious, if you don't spend your Bitcoin, what do you, how do you pay your rent? With again, with the fiat, I mean, with the YouTube money,
1: with the I, saved. Ah, okay. I have saved, I have a bank account, I sold my house. I, at one point, I owned two houses in Baltimore, where I was from, where I am from originally. I don't own I, 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 my houses anymore; they're gone. And, and most of the money went to Bitcoin, but uh, some of it, uh, some of it went to uh, just is in my is in my bank account. I I I have li- set it up in a way uh, where I can uh, you know I, li- I live frugally and I get great deals on Airbnb. I, I'm a master of traveling around. And getting great air, airline deals. I mean, I'm just—I'm going to fly back to Baltimore. Cost fifty dollars to fly back, or less, forty-nine dollars to fly from Miami to Baltimore, right there. Fifty dollars is not that much. I mean, people sometimes during my YouTube shows, someone will send me fifty dollars, right there. <laughs> that takes care—takes care of a flight, right there. So I've got it. Uh, I've got it set up. I've got it set up, and, and if worst comes to worst, yeah, I, I would go to the credit card if I need it need be. Um, as I, I, I'm not. I don't advise anyone to juggle credit card debt, but I think I, I think I'm good enough with money that I could do that. But I'm not. I'm not in that situation.
0: Do you anticipate yourself doing the digital nomad thing or expatriating well, in the future?
1: Well, I, I am a digital nomad. I don't have a house. I just go from one place to another. Um, when I'm in Baltimore, I stay with family. I don't need. To, I only need to be in Baltimore. Sadly, last year I was only in Baltimore for three times. Three for th- three visits. But my usual plan is to be in Baltimore four, four times a year. I'm usually, uh, in, in Baltimore for four times a year. And so r- the rest is I'm a digital. I just go from place to place. I own no car. I own a- when you own no car or no house that takes care of a lot. There's no insurance at that point. No, dog. no, no animal. That's a really important thing, not to have an animal. Uh, I, I, you know, and, uh, no, no wife or kids. So I don't have these, uh, they're, those are attack vectors. I call them attack vectors. I'll, I'll, everything that I describe. So usually, in 2020, I was not able to leave the country, uh, which was disappointing on a certain level. But I got to experience uh, different lockdowns in different states. And uh, well, I, I was. It started out when I was in California, so I got to experience the worst of the lockdowns. The, these crazy people. But now I'm in Florida, which is there's no. It's it's freedom. It's awesome. It's great here. So I, I don't anticipate myself settling down anytime soon, I don't think I will ever own a house again. It it is such a tremendous attack vector. Clearly, the the local municipalities in the United States are going to vilify the the homeowners and tax them up the uh, yin-yang to pay for some of the nonsense and some of the debt that these local municipalities have. So uh, I, I don't want to be involved with that at all. I, I mean, I've owned, again, I've owned houses before and I've dealt with the inspectors and the taxes. It's just such a pain. It's such a, a relief not to have to deal with that. With, with Bitcoin as your main asset, there's no housing inspector. There's no insurance you're paying. There's no one that can trip over your Bitcoin and sue you. That, I mean, it, it, it's, uh, it's great. It's great I mean, that, that with a house, People, do, they, they, they. If there's ice on the ground, they try to slip it on front of your
0: sidewalk and sue you, and sue you for lead poisoning if they're renting <laughs> from you. you, you oh. have, yeah, you won't have to worry about the ice on the sidewalk there in Florida. No, no. no. But again,
1: it's with, with, with the Bitcoin, you don't have to worry about it. those those type of attack vectors, uh, right there. So yeah, I, I encourage uh, people out there to go beyond because most people to fit in. They think they need a house. And yeah, I guess to fit into mainstream society, to fit into with Buffy and Biff or, or their equivalents in the 2020s, you got to say, well, I got this $770,000 house uh, and I've got two cars and I'm sending the kids to private schools. Those, kids, those guys are broke, man. They are working their tuchlesses off, okay, to in order to keep out, up that facade. Why? Just to fit in. Fitting in is way overrated and uh, people just can't even – fathom like well how can you afford traveling around the United States my question is, is like how can you afford being Buffy and Biff I mean it's 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 quite cheap uh, uh for me you know if you if you master it if you're able to defer it if you don't need fancy thing I don't go out to eat I make my own food I mean right there that, that's a lot of savings so I, I encourage people to look into I mean my shows I have beyond bitcoin shows too on, on my channel you can go to disruptmeister.com go to my archive see my beyond bitcoin shows I talk about I just don't talk about Bitcoin. I talk about the lifestyle of just traveling around and
0: being a unique beast. Uh, You know, I tried to go to disruptmeister.com and it didn't load for me. Sometimes you got to type in in, it twice. Uh,
1: Just look up up, uh, Adam Meister on on YouTube. That'll get you. All disruptmeister.com does is take you to my YouTube, like a page that lists all like 2,000 of my freaking YouTube videos.
0: Sure, sure. Okay, I've got two more things that I want to ask about. The first is something that I think a lot of people will be curious about, and you can say as much or as little on this topic as you want, which is for someone who has done really, really well with Bitcoin and uh, apparently will continue to do so, what is your tax strategy?
1: Oh, oh yeah, I can, this is real easy. Never, don't sell. That's the thing. When you, in the United States, I'm, I'm taking it from an American perspective. I'm an American. I will always be their tax servant. Okay, you, you can't drop that. I mean, it costs, it's a pain in the butt to get rid of your citizenship. It's really, a, it's, I have no plans on doing it uh, because I mean, the passport, when we were allowed to travel, it let me travel anywhere. Um, so, but tax, the tax situation is this. When you sell your Bitcoin, you, it's it's uh, capital gains right there okay I don't sell my Bitcoin. I don't sell my Bitcoin so I don't I don't work Now when I sell my Bitcoin um, it'll be Bitcoin that I've I've held for over a year so it'll be short, short-term capital gains tax. I bought my Bitcoin at coinbase okay and a lot of people say oh that's horrible they they, they tell your information to the government. yeah okay I, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to be a tax cheat or anything like that. When I got into it I knew that you know I'm buying this thing if I ever sell it one day, I'm going to have to, you know, follow their rules. And so, but I, you don't have to sell your Bitcoin. That's the problem. These young people, they get into it. They think, Oh, it's, you have to do something with it. You've got to trade it. The minute you do that, you're on the hook for taxes and you they've got, there are so many people that don't understand that at all. So the, 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 there's a honeypot, Of you know, quote unquote tax evaders out there for the United States government to go after right now because people have made these mistakes. They've gone back and forth a million times between uh, Bitcoin and fiat. That's not a pretty situation. You've got to figure out you know what you owe in taxes. They've got your social security number. You bought it. Um, So that's another reason just to buy and hold. Now I am of the mindset that eventually the tax situation will become easier on Bitcoin, and that. You will be able to uh, use your Bitcoin to buy just about anything. So maybe one day I will want to buy a, a house for some reason, or I will want to buy one of my nieces or nephews a house or a car, and uh, the tech, it'll be a lot easier. And all these, uh, the, the long term, the, the, the tax situation, it, 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 I won't, I won't have to worry about. Uh, paying the, the taxes that I would have to pay right now if I sold my Bitcoin. It, it, it'll be a more, a seamless uh, process. So uh, that's my that's my tax situation. I, I avoid the taxes by not selling your Bitcoin. And that's, there's nothing illegal about that. That's that's perfectly, the, the United States government is fine with that because they're just raking it in with all the people who don't grasp that freaking simple concept.
0: Yeah, so it, it's the, as long as you just huddle the capital gains you you don't have to pay capital gains that comes that comes at at, at some point if you uh have a change of heart and you want ten Lamborghinis.
1: <laughs> well, and this is the thing you just don't play. And all these people watching this show out there, they hate the fiat regime. They think it's so evil and warlike. Okay, they don't play in their fiat regime. Stick in Bitcoin, and that's that's what I do. I I stick with my Bitcoin. That's my savings account. But so many people could talk a big game. And then they're like, well, but gotta go trading, gotta go in the fiat. And the minute you touch it, you're in their realm again. Okay. And you're playing by their rules. So I'm not, I'm not into playing by their rules. Okay. I'm into playing in the in, in the Bitcoin overlay. So it's and they, and they're perfectly fine with that. Because they know, the the IRS, the government knows, they know most people can't do what I do. They know that most people can't can't defer gratification, that they have to trade, they have to do something with their Bitcoin. And just the minute they do that, they're on the hook right there. They're back into
0: the fiat realm. Sure. And the final thing I wanted to chat with you, going on a bit of a tangent, is you said you want to live to be 200 years old and uh, anti-aging biohacking is something that I think I share a lot of passion with you about. What is your plan for that? All right. What do so you, what right do you do? now, right now I'm in the middle of a. a fa- every
1: day. I fast for at least 22 hours. I do interval. Well, I do intermittent, intermittent fasting, intermittent mm-hmm. fasting, every single, and people are like, well, what do you do? So, you know, you have your cheat day. I'm like, no, what I mean by intermittent fasting, I mean every day since the summer of 2013. Okay. I've been doing intermittent fasting. There is no one meal a day since, since 2013. Okay. But then there's some days where I have longer fasts. Like right now I'm in the middle of a 44 hour fast. Okay. So I make sure that at least twice a year, I do a 72 over 72 hour fast. Uh, my record is 120 hours. That's five days right there. So one meal a day, uh, that, that's a big thing longer fast that that's preparing the body interval training uh, which I do my interval training is sprint interval training which is one, once a week I, uh, I sprint uh, 15 times in a row for 70 yards uh, you only need to do it eight times in a row but I've become uh, it's become quite normal for me but I, I also I run 20 miles a week that that's not necessary but I work I'm, I stand every day. I create a standing desk wherever I'm from. I, I wherever I'm at. I just I build a standing desk. I mean, this is just on top of a milk crate right now. I mean, some people pay hundreds of dollars for standing desks. Another way I spend money, I just you know get a milk crate from the supermarket, put the laptop on it, and then I'm I'm standing. Uh, but uh, you know, just I don't eat any. I only drink water. Uh, I don't Coffee. do drugs.
0: Huh? you must you must drink coffee no I don't do no caffeine at all in my life this is all natural energy I don't know if I don't know if people are going to believe that no they it's, don't believe it but most people think
1: most people think I'm on coca most people think I'm on cocaine and, <laughs> or that I drink coffee or that I'm poor because um you know there's an ugly background no I, I can tell people. I can say, watch my videos and see, you know, me talking about Bitcoin for, since 2013. And they're like, no, you don't own. I made a TikTok video the other day about how again, I, I bought that one Bitcoin for $210. And they don't believe I have one Bitcoin. So, I mean, let people believe what they want to believe. But that's, that's fine with me. I mean, I know the truth. But uh, they most people just are in the they see someone that's happy and is thin and has got a lot of energy and they just default to drugs. That's the negative mindset that most people have. You can be healthy, people. You can be free. It, it's, it's all out there for you, and I and I love that. And if you are healthy and free and have a good attitude, you're going to be able to extend your life to a point where and I do, where people I, I'm not smart enough to come up with the, the life extension uh, technologies that are going to um, you know really change people's lives. Uh, I'm not an engineer or anything like that, but I do know to to do the research. And, and to listen, you know, there's a, there's that guy, Peter Diamantes, I think his name is, he's got a channel and he talks about all the, uh, companies he's invested in that are working on life extension. So I, 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 I keep up to date on, on, different, uh, technologies that are out there, but the biohacking thing, that's what the people in Silicon Valley are doing right now. They're doing things like me, the intermittent, intermittent fasting. And I, I'm not, I'm not only a carnivore diet, but I eat I mean, that was, I, still, I still eat fruit and stuff. I don't think fruit is like deadly, but I don't eat any processed food. Um, yeah. Just only that, na- only real food, only real food. Nope, I have not had bread. I don't eat bread or anything like that since 2015 or something like that. No, definitely no processed carbs, no sugars. No, no yeah, just na- natural food is, is very, very important. And some people think, well, I can't do it. It seems because mo- most people are addicted to carbs, but you can drop it. You, you could, it's delicious to eat regular food and, you know, getting, I'm a disciplined person. I think we're going back to the beginning of the show here. So having food discipline makes your mind able to have financial discipline too. If you're only able to eat once a day, you're, you'll be more likely to be able to hold
0: on to that Bitcoin for four years. I mean, that's what I've seen. Yeah. In my domain life. specific self-control generalizes. Yes. That's, that's a gr- good way of self- summarizing it. Very, very good way. Are you doing any any supplementation, any biohacking tech to complement uh, the uh, lifestyle stuff?
1: Now, so the supplementation is a very interesting question. I'm going to have to research that more. There are guys like Diamantes, and there's another guy. They talk about talking taking some drug that used to be a diabetes drug that might metformin. preserve. Yep,
0: I'm, so I'm not I'm, a I'm not a fan of metformin. I I looked into it and it cause it, it can cause a uh, desensitization of the body, being able to uptick, uh, the B vitamins and mm-hmm. there's, some um, questionable long-term effects on, uh, mitochondrial function. So mm-hmm. I actually, I actually have that. I actually have that. I got a crazy stash, uh, but I, yeah, that one I looked into and then I shied away from it. Yeah. There, there we go. And so
1: I've, that is, I have a take on drugs. I don't trust any drugs. And even if a a smart dudes are saying like, so what, 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 what my policy is right now is just doing it as natural as possible. I take no supplements. I'm doing it as natural as possible. Uh, and I I avoid uh, another thing. I don't, people, they use shampoo. I don't use any shampoo in my
0: hair no, um, don't. It, it, don't. And your hair looks, your, ha- your hair looks, you know, maybe if it was gelled, maybe if it was, well, you know, we all have to find a picture of you with your hair gelled so people can, people can appreciate it. I, I, I used to, I when I was younger, I did,
1: I used to spike it with gel and spray and everything. And it just goes up on own. Oh, this is baking soda clean, man. This is, I use, I use freaking baking soda. I brush my teeth with baking soda. Okay, so I, I really am not, I don't, people, it's really sickening today. People would rather smell one of those candles burning. that has got all those chemicals in it. It's a, a fake smelling coconut or fake smelling flour than actually smell real food cooking. I really, I've gotten into situations where I'm cooking meat and people are like almost vomiting. They're like, oh, what is that? I'm like, it's food. They are used to poisonous sprays now. It's, it's, it's crazy. It, it, it's really crazy what, what's happening. Uh, people have become uh desensitize the poisonous smells and sensitized to, to, to healthy smells it's, it's really weird so but I, again my, my take is just staying naturally healthy as possible and knowing that technology increases at an exponential pace and we're going to get I mean I think we already have life extension technologies and we don't realize like older people who get into their 90s um they, they can get they are put on certain drugs that extend them a pretty long, give them a longer lifespan than they would already have. Whether it be, uh, they've gotten their, uh, whatchamacallit, taken out, what am I thinking of here? Uh, Thyroid? Your, your yeah, a lot of people that have lost their thyroid, but they they take the fake thyroid medicine and it extends their life perfectly. I mean, people would have died back in the day without them. So there's, old people already are being extended more so than they would have been in the past, but we just don't realize it yet because it's like they they don't look younger. It's just that they're living from, instead of living to be 89, they're living to be 97, which is pretty cool right there. But we're going to get that up down to, and I will say this, if you look back in time, 50 years, uh, you know, 45 year olds look a lot better than they used to, or or 55 year olds look a lot better than they used to. So they're, especially people who take uh, time to maintain their bodies, okay, and to stay thin and fit. Uh, So we're, I, I do think by the end of this decade, I mean, it, it really is going to be obvious uh, that we have uh, life extension technologies. And I really give credit to guys like Elon Musk, who, you know, who, who's working on the uh, brain implants and all that, that, that are trying to make people's lives more comfortable, that have already suffered, uh, you know, various setbacks, try, try, trying to reverse that stuff right there. So, so it all goes hand in hand, you know, trying to, to get rid of blindness and trying to get rid of uh, death, they're 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 uh, they're together. they they're, they're to, you know working. Nanobots are going to be working on that. So we'll, oh, we'll see. I just I love the, sure I, I love <laughs> the, I love the innovation that's out there. And that's the other thing: the savers of the world, the the Bitcoin holders of the world, they're going to become the first trillionaires. So they're going to decide on what type of. Uh, life extension technologies are, are, are going to go out there. What's, what's going to get the funding?
0: So it, it will be interesting to see. Sure. Okay. So as a final takeaway for the listeners, which I suspect skew mail, I'll just underline and, and enthusiastically agree with something you said there, which is, don't use shampoo. You, you don't need shampoo. I've been five Years no shampoo. My uh, wife, she was my girlfriend at the time. She she was uh, she would compliment me on my great hair, and then she was shocked and appalled that I never wear, that I never put any shampoo. I don't put don't put product in it. Just a little bit of a little bit of water in the shower and. It's fine, you, uh, your hair gets to retain all those great natural oils, which provide like an, a nice contour to it. Uh, and those oils all get washed away. And in exchange, you get uh, BPAs and you get all the uh, parabens, all these nasty chemicals getting into your scalp and into your hair. If you're a guy, got- I think maybe women might need shampoo. I'm not an expert on that, but guys, just take a break from the shampoo, take a month off, and then ask people to smell your hair. If they're, if they're willing, if they're not too afraid that they're gonna get uh, COVID from putting their nose nearby another human being, ask people to smell your hair. Then go two months, ask people to smell your hair again. Then, then three months, it's kind of it's like no fab. You do a month, you do two months, you do three months, and then you just keep going and you get better and better and better. You don't, you don't need that shampoo. You're free of it. It's all, uh, it's all just part of the the conspiracy to get you to buy shit that you really don't need.
1: Yeah, and look at the ingredients on the sh- on the shampoo, dudes. It's scary. It is really scary. Uh, so yeah, I, I agree. I haven't used shampoo since uh, 2013. Uh, my, my, I just put baking soda in there, and uh, you can just do water also. Just water is better than what is in that freaking champ. The, the ingredients, even. Like the quote-unquote natural shampoos,
0: they still have these weird chemicals in them. I can't even believe it. I can't believe it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, it's it's been fun, Adam. I am going to link to your. Bitshoot channel, because that's really where people should be listening, they should really be using the Bitslide app. If people have used the Bitshoot website and they found it a little bit, uh, they found it to not be the best website, try the Bitslide app and uh, subscribe to Adam and you'll have a really nice listening educational experience. He puts out Videos, not exactly on a daily basis, but several a week, keeping keeping you very abreast of the rapidly changing situation with uh, with Bitcoin. And then I'll link to you know I would probably link to Trezors because Trezors. I'm thinking I'm thinking a lot about a Trezor now.
1: Okay, yeah, and if, if you can link to my uh, Twitter too, that's another way for people to. I'm uh, on there. T e c h b a l t. I update that a lot.
0: Okay. And are you in Gab Mines also?
1: No, I'm I'm on uh, Parler, though. I'm Bitcoin Meister on Parler.
0: Okay. Cool. Cool. Well, great. I look forward to a continued conversation with you and everyone else.
1: Thanks for having me on. It was rocking.